0: If there's one thing you know about me, it's that I love Anchor, the free podcasting app. However, no relationship is perfect, and the sound for this week's episode was less than ideal. I am aware of that, and I am working with Anchor to keep this issue from repeating itself in future episodes. Just a heads up. Hi there, and hello, and welcome to Plane, where we use Indian astrology to examine the lives of the famous and the infamous. I'm Charles, your friendly neighborhood astrologer. And speaking of infamous, joining me today is my dear friend, Travis. Hello, Travis.
1: Hi, Charles. How's it going?
0: It's going pretty well. How about you?
1: Can't complain.
0: I'm so glad, and that's so uncharacteristic of you.
1: <laughs> at the moment, I can't complain.
0: For those of you who don't know, Travis, in addition to being my very dear friend, is the host of the Queer Male Canon podcast, a show that you should all check out and subscribe to and love as much as I do. Um, so, Travis, tell the good people at home what it is we're doing today.
1: We're going to figure out who the vice presidential nominee for Joe Biden's ticket will be.
0: Exactly. So... From what I understand, there are like four or five people whose names are being kind of bandied about as potential VP picks. Is that right?
1: Uh, That sounds right.
0: So who are these people?
1: All right. Uh, We have Amy Klobuchar, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Stacey Abrams, and Gretchen Whitmer. Okay. Who do you want to start with? Okay, well, why don't we start, start at the top with Amy Klobuchar, interesting figure.
0: So give me a, a little rundown of, of her. Who, who is she, people as tuned into politics as you are?
1: She is the Senator from Minnesota. Um, she has a very accomplished resume. She was held a lot of different pr- uh, prosecutorial roles in the state of Minnesota. Uh, I believe she was attorney general and then was elected to the Senate. I think it was 2006 around that time. And she prides herself on being kind of like a moderate Midwestern Democrat. She's done very well electorally. She's a great campaigner. Um, She's really, it seems to have gotten a lot of Republicans to vote for her in the past. And that's really what she's touted on the campaign trail and is kind of her argument to be um, the vice presidential candidate. And uh, she seems she seems pretty much in sync with Joe Biden ideologically.
0: Let's figure out if she's going to be vice president or or be on Biden's ticket. Senator Klobuchar was born on May 25th, 1960 at 1256 in the morning in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Never heard of St. Louis Park, but I'm sure it's lovely. Amy's got a few things going for her. I mean, she's obviously super smart. There are several indications in this chart that she, this is someone who is extremely intelligent. And you know, you can go to her Wikipedia page and see that she's, as you said, super accomplished, right? Um, Yale undergrad and Chicago for law school, et cetera, et cetera. She's got some very nice yogas going for her. The problem is right now she is in her Saturn dasha, and Saturn is strong-ish for her, but he doesn't really form any of these impressive yogas, right? And frankly, I don't really see her... Well, late in life, she'll come into a dasha shower. A lot of these yogas will really kind of wake up, but she'll be in her 70s by then. However, if we're looking at someone that we think is going to be named like vice president, do I really see that happening here? It's hard to say. I would want to compare her chart to some of the other charts that we've got um, and then kind of see who comes out on top.
1: Okay, so there's there's no red flag like that. It's not going to be her. It's just kind of unclear at the moment. Is that what you're saying?
0: Exactly. And, actu- and actually, one thing that is going for her is so she's in her Saturn dasha now, right? Her bhooti lord is Venus, and her Venus is extremely powerful, forming several very good. Um, it doesn't give. As the D Lord, it doesn't give, you know, quite as much heft as the Saturn does, but it's still there and it's still forming some good yogas. So she's not that kind of humming in the background. Um, and that lasts up until like the middle of 2022, right? So she does have that going for her. And the relationship between the nakshatra Saturn is in and the nakshatra that Venus is in is... good one so you know i shouldn't we wouldn't expect like serious problems for her but again do i see her as someone who could get you know the vp nod i'm not so sure
1: okay um well assuming that joe biden becomes president there's been talk of her if she doesn't if she's not the vice president being the um being chosen as the attorney general Do we see any of that in the mix?
0: Hmm. I don't think I had actually heard that rumor. Do I think she could be attorney general? So it's interesting, right? Um, As far as her career um, armchair goes, this is not a great time for, for career and status. I will say for... There's a, a separate amsha that is for... It's principally used for, like, gains, like financial gains, large sums of money. But it is also used for, like, honors that you receive and positions that you are appointed to, not elected to, right? And in that amsha, Saturn is well-placed. Venus is extremely well-placed. So... I would not be surprised if she got a cabinet position.
1: Okay. So at this point, it's looking more likely that she will be a cabinet secretary versus the vice president. All right. Well, let's move on then. And why don't we discuss another moderate Midwestern politician, um, Gretchen Whitmer. Shall I remind everyone who she is?
0: Oh, thank you. Yes, please.
1: She is the governor of Michigan. She was um, elected in the 2018 election. Um, She was in a very interesting primary where she was the moderate candidate. And there were at least two other more progressive Democratic candidates who were running to be governor. Um, But she prevailed. Uh, She has an interesting short story. She's an unlikely politician. She wasn't interested in politics as um, a young lady, Uh, She was more into sports and just kind of fell into politics. I think she has, if I remember correctly, she has some family history in politics or something like that. I can't quite remember. Um, But she's a relatively new governor. She's received both praise and criticism for how she's handled the uh, COVID-19 pandemic in Michigan. And um, from what I hear or what I've read, is that she's very much, um, you know, her her personality syncs well with Joe Biden. He kind of, they kind of get each other, right? Uh, Oh, and before she, before she was governor, she served for a long time in the state Senate. I believe it was the state Senate. And uh, there are interesting tales of the, the state Senate, the Democrats were in the minority in the state Senate. And there are some interesting tales about how she kind of held on through the years as Senate uh, minority leader and kind of blocked a lot of conservative policies and legislation um, through her craftiness and kind of always came out on top. So she's an impressive lady too.
0: Thank you for that. Let's take a quick peek at her chart and see what we expect from her. There aren't a lot of super impressive yogas here. Um, there is one that I would point out. It's the Viparita Yoga, which we've seen in um, a couple of charts before. Um, you'll remember that Joe Biden had that. When people have this yoga, we tend to see an unexpected rise in, in status right, or in power. Um, and oftentimes, this unexpected rise is the result of some sort of misfortune. Not always the case, but it happens often enough. So we see that with Gretchen Whitmer. Um, she is in her Jupiter dasha right now, and Jupiter owns two good houses, so that's quite nice. Mm. Who's her Bukti lord? Rahu. Okay. We had a couple of good things going on here, right? So Jupiter's in the ninth house, the house of good luck. Rahu is malefic, and he is with a very powerful Mars, who's also malefic. But they're in the house, in the 11th house, the house of gains. That's good news. And Jupiter and Rahu's nakshatras are in a nice relationship. Jupiter is well placed in the career, Amsha, but Rahu is very poorly placed in career and status. Jupiter and Rahu are both very poorly placed. I would say this is not someone who is going to get the VP nod. No, no, no.
1: It it sounds like she's going to be staying in Michigan, not even serving in a Biden cabinet.
0: It's funny that you say that because her dasha, Lord Jupiter, is in a fixed sign, a sign that sort of in when we say fixed, that means sort of no movement, right? No sort of big transitions. I think she, I think Michigan will have her for a while, and I think she'll be fine there.
1: Okay, good for. The next victim is Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams is a quite impressive. uh, She's one of the. I think she's the youngest person on this list, isn't she?
0: I believe so. Harvard
1: educated, state senator from the state of Georgia. She ran for governor in twenty eighteen as on the Democratic ticket. And famously or infamously lost by a very, very narrow margin. Um, there were, she was running against the Georgia Secretary of State, Republican Brian Kempf. There was, seemed to be, seemed to be a, a dishonest election um, where there was a lot of voter suppression. That, that has been a, a disappointment. I think a lot of Georgians are disappointed that she is not governor especially now <laughs> when, when Brian Kemp seems to be screwing it up royally. What else about her? I think she's worked in the nonprofit sector and in small business as well, or, and she's just, she's very impressive. She has a good media presence. She's been on the talk show circuit a lot. And she has been one of the few people actually vigorously campaigning um, and clearly stating that she is the best she thinks she believes she's the best person to be the vice presidential candidate
0: Uh uh-huh all right uh let us take a looky loo at the chart of Stacey abrams so this is a chart um, for which we do not have a confirmed birth time i looked high and low couldn't find it and so I had to do a little bit of rectification. I feel pretty good um, about giving her a birth time of about 4 10 uh, p.m. Um, and of course her birthday is December 9th, 1973. This gives us a very impressive chart in a lot of ways. I mean there's like a lot of really great stuff going on here. Beautiful full moon in the ascendant. We've got a beautiful Buddha Yoga. Lots of good stuff. However, She is in Saturn-Mercury, where she will be until the middle of next year. And her Saturn is in a good house. However, he, along with Mercury, forms a very particular kind of yoga. It's when you've got malefics on both sides of the first house, kind of sandwiching the Ascendant. So that that, so that's not good. We would expect to see like some obstacles, you know, along the way in her life, like losing an election. Meanwhile, so her dasha lord Saturn is in a bad house and forms a very bad yoga, precisely in the Amsha, where you would expect to see, where you would want to see a good yoga for somebody who's you know going to get the VP, not right, like. This is not the period for her to get appointed to some sort of high position.
1: Okay, it, from what you're saying, the first reaction that I get is that it's not as sure a, th- as sure a thing as with Amy Klobuchar.
0: Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Um, Travis, did you know that she is a novelist?
1: I did know that. I forgot to mention that. Yes, that she is it. I, romance novels. Yes,
0: romantic, rom- romantic, like suspense novels or something like that.
1: Yeah. She's very, she's very smart, very talented. Um, I I guess she just had the misfortune of like the state that she was in. I think if she had been running for office somewhere else, she, her path to to power would have been a lot easier.
0: So one just really quickly about the, um, her being a novelist and her moon and her ascendant are in the next chapter of Rohini, which is very much associated with eroticism. Um, (laughs) <laughs> no, it's true. And then you've got, and then this is asked. She's she's she,
1: she's also a Trekkie. She's way into to Star Trek. That, you know that I
0: did not know. That I did not know. Um, but so in addition to that, you know, it's asked then her beautiful full moon, super powerful, is aspected by the sun and Mercury, which form a yoga that make her super smart. Right. So, you know, you can see all of this very clearly here. And then what you said about her being in the wrong state, the way you phrased that I thought was just perfect because that's kind of what I was trying to get at when I talked about obstacles, right? Like she herself um, is just extremely capable. And that comes through loud and clear in this chart. But you've got these malefics, Mars in her 12th house, Saturn and Kittu, in her second house so sandwiching her first house and that just kind of her from the sort of advancement that i think she might otherwise see were her chart just a little bit different interesting shall we move on yes that's that's
1: actually a perfect segue to our next victim which is elizabeth warren because she actually um, moved states to gain a position of power. She's a native of Oklahoma. She spent a lot of time in Texas. Uh, She was a law professor at many different universities and um, she was the one who really created the uh, the idea for the Consumer Financial uh, Protection Bureau. And so she decided to run for the Senate in the state of Massachusetts. She was a Harvard law professor Uh, She's not a native of Massachusetts, so I think it's just kind of interesting how, on the one hand, you have Stacey Abrams trying to, to reach power in the state where she's from, and then Elizabeth Warren, I guess, realizing that her ideas were going to sell in Massachusetts better than in Oklahoma or Texas. So that's Elizabeth Warren.
0: Okay. I want to say a couple of things about Elizabeth Warren here. I attempted to do a full Elizabeth Warren episode back when she was still in the the primary campaign. And that didn't really work out for a couple of reasons. And I tried to compensate by giving you um, an episode on Devin Nunes because he's just a horrible person. But I just want you all to know that I love Elizabeth Warren. I want her to be my president. In my heart, she is my president. Having said that, we should take a quick look at her chart. This is another person for whom we don't have a confirmed birth time. Someone gave me a birth time for her, like another astrologer gave me a birth time for her based on a rectification that she had done. I seem to have misplaced that. <laughs> which is really, that, That's not quite right. I have several charts for her in my database. One of them, I assume is based on the time that I got from this other astrologer. I just don't know which chart that is. So long story short, I did a lot of sort of work, rectification work uh, myself, just trying to see what I thought made sense. And that gives us a birth time of about 1027 at night on June 22nd, 1949 in I think Oklahoma City. This gives us a few things. And gives us a very nice yoga in her ascendance. Gives us a very nice Dharma Karma Adipati yoga in the fifth house. So we got some good things going on here. But, you know, as is always the case, you know, a lot of this, dep- a lot of what we should expect um, depends on the sort of dasha that you're in at a given time. She's, her Jupiter forms are really great yoga, but she's not in her Jupiter dasha. She is in her Saturn, Dasha. Saturn, she's at the end of her, near the end of Saturn. Saturn, Rahu. Saturn and Rahu are bad houses. That's not great. Uh, And the sun owns the house that Saturn is in. And the sun himself is in a bad house as well. I I feel like if she were in this particular bukti, like Saturn, Rahu... When she first, like when she was first running for the Senate, I do not, I don't think she would have won. But fortunately, she was not in Saturn Rahu at that time. In career, the career Amsha Saturn is really strong and very well placed. Saturn, uh, Rahu is also well placed, so that's good. Didn't work out for her in the primary, and a, and a lot of that, well, has to do with what I've already said about Saturn and Rahu, and also the fact that. Other candidates like Sanders and Biden just had much, much stronger charts. In the umsha for positions to which you can be appointed, yeah, Saturn is in a bad house. So doesn't look likely. So
1: my my gut feeling is she is staying in the Senate for the rest of her career. And I think she'll be one of these liberal lions and I love Elizabeth Warren. I would like to her to be my president too, but if she can't do that, I actually feel better. I feel I feel good that she's in some position of power and I think she she has been very effective in the Senate and she will continue to be effective in the Senate. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, let's not dwell on tears, oh, right?
0: I want <laughs> her to be president. <laughs>
1: It's just not in the car, in the birth chart, I guess. You know, I was gonna say in the cards, but it's not. I in the should birth do chart. A
0: reading. I should do a tarot um, reading on her. And anyhow, let's let's keep this train going.
1: Okay, so I saved the last can the last victim. Actually, she's not going to be the victim because I think that she. I felt all along that she was the one who was going to be chosen, and this is Kamala Harris. Uh, traveled around, was born in, in the U.S., but um, traveled around with her mom. I think at one point they lived in Montreal or yeah. somewhere in Canada. She became the, uh, she, she, she went to law school and then went, uh, served in a variety of prosecutorial role, roles in the city of San Francisco, and uh, then became attorney general of California for several years. And uh, ran for the Senate in 2016 and won. Um, she has been talked about a lot as a rising star in the Democratic Party. Barack Obama infamously said that she was... What, what did he say? Something really stupid. That she, she was the best looking politician in she America or something like that. Got a lot of heat for saying that. And what else? So she ran for president in for, for in the on the democratic uh in the De- De- democratic primary and she was her phrase was like kamala for the people very famously last summer during a debate she got into it with joe biden um about his record on school busing and really took him to task and delivered a knockout blow um that really sidelined the biden campaign for quite a while but for some reason, even though she's been a very effective prosecutor, she's she wasn't quite able to do very well in the in the debates that followed because her message was kind of muddled. We didn't. It, I don't think people really understood exactly what she represented, what her campaign was about. There were very clear division lines between the more moderate wing of the Democratic primary. You had Biden, um, you had Klobuchar, you had Pete Buttigieg. And then you had the more um, more progressive end with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. And I think it was unclear to voters where she fell in between those two. So she dropped out actually pretty early on um, in the fall. And, and she's been talked about as a VP candidate. She's been talked about in several different roles. I think at one time during the Obama administration, she was talked about as a Supreme Court justice possibility as well. So she's been on the radar for a long time. Time And as a personal note, she was good friends with Biden's um, deceased son, Beau Biden, who was the attorney general of Delaware. So there's a Biden connection already there.
0: So two things. First of all, that was a wonderful recap. All of these recaps have been wonderful. Thank you very much for those. (laughs) You're quite welcome. Second of all, you know, I've long advocated, you know, us doing a separate podcast focused on politics. I think it shows that we should really pursue that. Um, But anyhow, anyhow, let's go to the chart. And I'll try not to be super repetitive here because I've already done a full Kamala Harris episode. But it is interesting to look at this chart in the context of someone who might be second banana instead of president, right? Oh, in case you're keeping score at home, she was born, this is a confirmed birth time, right? She was born October 20th, 1964 at 9.28 p.m. in, I believe it was Oakland, California. And it's interesting that you mentioned Barack Obama earlier because there are a couple of interesting similarities between his chart and Kamala Harris's chart. Uh, They both have Shasha Yogas. And Shasha Yoga is just when you've got Saturn in a house that he owns or in his sign of exaltation which is Libra and Saturn is a certain number of houses away from the ascendant and the yoga becomes stronger if Saturn is also a special number of houses away from the moon um, and stronger still if he is also a certain number of houses away from the sun in Obama's chart He's got Saturn in a sign that Saturn owns, and he's the right number of places from the first house, the moon, and the sun. Um, and meanwhile, his ascendant is in the nakshatra of danishtha Meanwhile, Kamala Harris has Ashtarysh Yoga as well, um, Saturn in a sign that he owns, um, in the right number of houses from the ascendant and also from the sun. Not from the moon, but still, two out of three really is not bad. It's a beautiful yoga. And while her ascendant is not in Danishta, her Saturn is in Dhanishtha. So it's interesting. She is currently in Rahu Saturn. And she will be in Rahu Saturn. Oh, she'll be in Rahu Saturn until July, at which point she will move to Rahu Mercury. So we should look at... Rahu, Saturn, and Mercury. And just
1: while you're, what you're getting setting that up, um, July is when Biden plans to make his announcement.
0: I was afraid the, you were going to say that ticket. Ugh. Okay. So she's got Rahu in the ascendant. Uh, since this is her Rahu dasha, um, and Rahu is and her first one by Mercury. Um, we should take a peek at what Mercury is doing. And Mercury um, forms. A nice yoga with the sun makes kamala very smart no surprises there um but more importantly um mercury's in the fifth house which is the house of the cabinet um so that's something to keep in the back of our minds right the lord of her ascendant is in the house of the cabinet okay cabinet, and i don't mean like the kitchen cabinet i mean like you know the advise the people who advise So, you know, she does have this really nice Saturn-based yoga happening in her ninth house. That's going for her. That is, she's going to lose a little bit of that oomph when she moves from Saturn, from Rahu Saturn to Rahu Mercury. But again, she's got a nice, happy Mercury here. And so, like, so she's got Rahu in Gemini in the first house, right, in her birth chart. She has that exact same configuration in her career and status chart. That is very good. Um, Saturn and Mercury are well placed here. So, regardless of the book Lord that we're talking about, you should expect good results from those. And then, when we look at the Amsha for appointment, we have Rahu in the ascendant once again. Mercury is in a good house. Saturn is not, but Mercury is. So, she is set up for good things going into July. And the last thing that I would say about that chart. Actually, no, two things. One, the relationship between the nakshatra that Rahu is in and the nakshatra that Mercury is in, it's a, it's a, it's a very good relationship. It's um, The Sanskrit word is sampat, and it means it turns out well or it is um, prosperous, right? So that's good. So that means we should expect that the Rahu Mercury period of her life should be one that is prosperous. And then lastly, and I'm going to preface this by saying I'm kind of going out on a limb here, but I think it is very interesting. When she was born, the nakshatra of Murga Shirsha was coming up on the Ascendant, right? And there's like a whole bunch of stuff associated with the, including a penchant for large animals. What I do think is interesting, though, is in terms of like physical appearance, people born with like a marked Murghashirsha influence tend to have kind of like round Features, and then when we talk, and you know, whatever, who cares? But when we talk about the, the structures in the, the structures that they find themselves in or living near, we see oval shaped oval shaped things like oval shaped pools, for example, at their home. And you know, I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, well, let's see what is this oval structure that you know might be in this feature. Oh yeah, the oval office. That is that. So
1: are you saying that she not only has the 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 you know the opportunity to be a likelihood of becoming vice president, but maybe president someday?
0: Yeah. She's got Rahu and Mirga Shirsha, Venus is in Purva Falgani. They are in a sadhana relationship. And sadhana means it goes straight to the goal, right? So this is one of the good nakshatra relationships that we like to see between the lord of the dasha and the lord of the bukti and that's what she'll have going for her when she goes into 2024 so maybe okay this is where we have one of those audio issues that i alluded to earlier in the episode so i you know, have just finished talking about Kamala Harris and say that she might have a shot at being president in 2024. And Travis reminds me that I said that Andrew Cuomo might also have a shot at being president in 2024. So you can't really hear that here, Um, but that's what he said. Yeah, because in the I Love You Cuomo episode... episode, I did say that he you know, could be a force to be reckoned with in the 2024 election. Uh, So we'll just need to see. I'm going to do a head-to-head matchup on these two and see what I can come up with.
1: All right. So based on the five people we've looked at today, we clearly think that Kamala Harris is the most likely vice presidential candidate. Actually, no,
0: I think there is a dark horse candidate that, has a much better shot of getting the VP nod that you have not mentioned. Me, <laughs> but I'm like, ching! very dark. Okay, voice. yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> um, Kamala, I, I believe Kamala will get it. A very special thank you to my dear friend, Travis, for co-hosting this episode. May this be the first of many astrological collaborations. You can find Travis over at the Queer Male Canon Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter, at Astrosplained. And on Instagram, at Astrosplained underscore podcast. As always, you can write to me at astrosplained at gmail.com for any questions you might have about the show or to request a consultation. Please subscribe to Astrosplained on your favorite podcast platform and leave a comment. I've got a hamsa yoga in my birth chart, which means I should be extolled by the good. So go forth and extoll. Or not. In any case, I am and hope to always be Charles, your friendly neighborhood astrologer. Thank you once again for listening to Astrosplained.